Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. My name is Kelly. My name is Erin. It's our birthday. It's the one-year anniversary of Stop the Internet Podcast. Woo! Insert laugh track, insert applause track. Yay! I have a surprise for you. Oh, my gosh. I'm scared. Ta-da! It's Yay. cupcakes. Eagles green cupcakes. I just brushed my teeth. You're not going to eat one? Not with a microphone in front of my mouth. I have that like that sound thing where I like can't listen to people eat, so I wouldn't dare put food in my mouth when someone else is going to listen to this recording. I absolutely cannot do that to anyone. Is my sister an asshole for not eating the birthday cupcake that I bought her for her birthday? You know My what? birthday is not right now. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to throw the whole thing away. I will happily eat a cupcake after we're done recording because I know how it feels to have to listen to other people chew, and I cannot tolerate it well some people like it oh my god that's so i mm, mm. don't insult people if i have to hear the smacking of your lips i literally don't want to be in the room with you so i'm going to happily eat my little eagles green birthday cupcake after we're done listening or i mean recording this episode so no one has to listen to that but happy birthday stop the internet i'm so excited We launched the podcast a year ago. I wanted to have the theme be birthday slash anniversary because it's our first anniversary slash birthday, whatever you want to call it. But I could not find any interesting stories involving birthdays or anniversaries. I feel like in general, there's more tea with an anniversary than there is with a birthday. But I can see how you couldn't find any. You'd think. So instead of trying to make something out of nothing with these boring ass stories, I figured I would just gather a bunch of stories that sparked my interest regarding the topics I like the most. Okay. I'm going to start by sharing my favorite memory from each of the host's episodes. Oh, this is cute. So I'm going to start with mine just because that's like my core memory is one of my favorite stories from the first episode we ever... Well, so it's the first episode we ever released. Kelly and I recorded an episode to do like a sound check. We recorded for hours, decided we hated it, it didn't go well, re-recorded another first episode, and that was the first episode you guys heard. But my favorite story from that episode was the one where we talked about roommates and the roommate kept going into this person's bedroom and they were like you need to stop going in and she literally went in and was like I can't find my son and it's like (gasps) how did you lose your son possibly in your roommate's bedroom no okay this is the episode we did release right yes okay okay yes how did you lose your son in your little apartment possibly in your roommate's bedroom with the door closed while he's in there with his girlfriend well your son is not in there I forgot about that. It's crazy to think how many stories we did. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I think one of my... (laughs) This doesn't really relate to the favorite memories thing, but going off what you said about recording the first episode and then throwing it away because it wasn't good enough, I feel like we've learned so much (laughs) in this year and we still have so much to learn, but... It's crazy to just look back and think about how much work and time and planning and production goes into this. It doesn't seem like it, I feel like, from the outside. Like, from the outside, it probably just looks like, oh, yeah, we just sit down and we talk for an hour and a half about 
whatever we think that week but it is so hard to get good stories and get into the rhythm of conversation sometimes Mm -hmm. and there were I think there was only a few episodes that were recorded and not released Mm -hmm. but we've just learned so much over the past year and it's so weird to look back at the first episode and I feel like we were so young even though it was only a year ago and so inexperienced and I'm like what are you talking about and I'm sure we're gonna look back on this episode in a year or whatever and be like what were you talking about literally what were we doing so I am excited to see where it goes okay I'll let you get back into your favorite memories from each of the hosts my next favorite memory is Trisha and it was the spooky episode and she was telling the spooky story about you hear your mother's name calling you from downstairs and as you start to go downstairs you hear your mother calling you from upstairs saying wait I heard it too and it's like which one do you believe that one really spooked me and I loved it I hate that story I love that story. well I love it but I hate it because it's so scary my favorite Jimmy story is when the guy that ate the shell on the hard-boiled eggs and I can still in my mind picture Jimmy like pretending he's throwing a whole hard-boiled egg in his mouth and I'm like like pretending to crunch on it and it's like what are we doing here and I have to say since that episode has aired I have definitely heard of other people eating entire shells and I'm like what is going on here there's a lot of people out there to each their own I don't know how healthy that can be if you don't chew it up really well but just like thinking about you and Jimmy talking about the nutrition that comes with the eggshell and maybe how we shouldn't be eating that it's my favorite Jimmy memory I often play the Cali episode for people when dating or funny stories comes up. I just have to let Callie be the one to tell the story of the guy sucking her toes and her not knowing it was going to happen. Yeah. And her doing the boop boop where he like boops her boobs yes. out in public. Wait, a question that we got about that episode, I forget if it was in a story highlight or a TikTok or on the actual full episode, but somebody asked, did he actually do the boop boop sound effects? And yes. Yes, that's, that's why the story's wh- so yeah. great. He didn't just like touch her boobs like that. That would also be insane, but I think not as weird. It, yeah. it still would have been rude and uncalled no, for. No, he literally bopped her boobs at the same time as going boop boop. Boop boop. He said it out loud. <laughs> yes. So that is just like a story that I will never get over in my lifetime. And then I think Rebecca. I hold a little jealousy of Rebecca because she got to recap the Taylor Swift concert on an episode and I I was ready to come in here fired up from the Eras tour so I'm jealous of that but I think my favorite memory of Rebecca is when she accidentally threw the gavel and you guys all freaked out as if it hit our intern Kenny and it's like he's my favorite intern it did hit him. <laughs> you said Kenny, as if it hit him. true. Yeah, right? You remember. Uh, okay, I yes. don't believe that it actually he hit lit- Kenny. It hit him. I don't he believe ju- that. He's telling us right now. Okay. But, <laughs> all right. I don't know how I feel about that, but Kenny's my favorite, our only intern, and, like, how could Rebecca just throw a gavel so carelessly? Right. And I um, still wonder that. <laughs> I know. So, those are my favorite memories of each of the people. I do have another favorite memory, an episode that never got aired. It was last fall. It was us and Trisha, and we recorded talking about, like, urban legends. Yeah. And that never aired, but it was really fun to just, like, get to sit down with Trisha and think back to, like, our childhood 
childhood and like the urban legends that we used to tell as if they were fact and someone at like grade school told us them. Yeah. And then I have to just call out Trisha really quick because in last week's episode, you were literally talking about like, I wouldn't want someone to make fun of my sister. And Trisha goes, people already make fun of Erin. And it's like, they do. But you didn't have to remind people about that. <laughs> so The drama. Here we are. I have good memories of everyone and some weird memories of everyone. But I have so much love for everyone on this podcast that like no matter what they talk about, I cackle, I laugh out loud, and I just enjoy listening to everyone's takes on everything. Wow, that was so cute. I'm going to insert an applause track again. Yay! I didn't prep memories. Well, you can just talk about your favorite things about me. Where to begin? I have so many that I cannot even begin to name them. Wow. (laughs) Amazing. I think we'll keep it at that. And maybe I'll do mine when we hit like 500 million subscribers, which we're quickly approaching. So I will say my only request for all of our listeners is please share this podcast with your friends. Help us grow. We need listeners in order to keep it going. We can't do it without you. The fans. The fans. Our literal fan that's blowing on us right now. I couldn't do it without that. Oh, yeah. I'll use use my time to say my favorite thing about the listeners. Because you talked about the host. I'll talk about the listeners. Everyone in the comments is so nice. And yes, we do get hate comments sometimes. And if people leave hate comments, I literally block them. Because I'm like, why would I leave your hateful comment? on my channel so all haters will be deleted and blocked from this channel (laughs) no bullies here yeah we don't tolerate bullying in this house no i just love how nice everyone is and how supportive and when people take the time to comment and either engage in a story and leave their opinion or their take on it or if they're just saying like oh my gosh so excited or sometimes people will comment like first at like 12.01 a.m. when the episode airs and I'm like I literally it affects my emotions in such a real way like I get so happy and grateful and emotional when people leave these comments and it makes me so happy because I and I feel like everyone else that hosts and is on this podcast we're all so passionate about it and this is just like my favorite thing in the world and I love doing this so I really appreciate all the positive feedback and constructive criticism because sometimes people will leave requests or constructive comments and I love that as well. So thank you. And everyone that's ever commented on an episode saying Erin episodes are my favorite or I love Erin, just know that I know who you are. (laughs) Please send me a message so I can send you a gift because I appreciate you so much. (laughs) Okay, should we get into it? Yeah! Yay! Our year anniversary episode. Here we go. What to talk about first? Here's one that stopped me in my tracks. Am I the asshole for wearing a white dress on my birthday two weeks before my brother-in-law and his fiance are getting married? 
I don't know if I can include the dress, but Thursday was my 40th birthday. I usually don't celebrate birthdays. My husband just makes me dinner and gives me a present, and then my mom invites me for breakfast and gives me a present from the whole family. But when I turned 20 and 30, I had a bigger party, and now too. I invited immediate family and my closest friends. The party was yesterday, and it was a great day. I'm so hungover now. I noticed that my brother-in-law, my husband's brother, and his fiance were a bit standoffish, but my soon-to-be sister-in-law is always standoffish with me, so nothing new. Today, my husband woke up to a long text message berating us because I wore a white dress. They're getting married in two weeks, and I should have known better. TBH, I swear on my grandma's grave that I didn't think about any of this. Because why would you? Why would you? Yeah. Sister-in-law thinks that I always wear inappropriate clothes that draw attention to me, so now she's demanding to see what I will be wearing at her wedding. I asked if they're asking everyone. No, just me. I said, then I refuse. Now they say I'm an asshole for wearing white and then for refusing to show the dress I'm wearing to the wedding. Threatening to disinvite my husband and I. My husband is conflicted. I don't know. I think I'd rather have my husband go alone than be treated like a child. Am I the asshole for wearing white to my party? And am I the asshole for refusing to show my dress for the wedding? She also included links to the dresses, and I will insert photos in the video. This was worn to her own birthday party. Yeah, two weeks before someone she knew is getting married. It's nothing bridal. I mean, it could be bridal if you wore that to a bridal shower or an engagement party or a brunch or something. It could absolutely be a bridal dress, but this is your birthday. You can wear whatever you want. I've worn white on my birthdays. I, I, I am shook right now because I, I get where they're coming from. Like two weeks before a wedding, it's very close. Things are starting to be about the wedding. But like, this isn't about you. And quite frankly, it's probably not a lot of crossover people. Like if we go out for my birthday and Kelly's boyfriend's sister is about to get married or something like that and they come out it's like my friends are not thinking about your boyfriend's sister's wedding yeah it's her brother-in-law's wedding like that yeah exactly like her friends are not worried about her husband's brother's wedding I kind of don't see where I think I feel like you're trying to be nice and you're like I see where she's coming from I literally don't see where she's coming from I think she's so absurd to be mad over this it is always somebody's wedding in two weeks Like, someone's always getting married in two weeks. That is so true. So every time I wear white to a bar, is someone going to be like, I'm getting married in two weeks. Like, why are you wearing white here? that's true. Like, if we thought about literally every relationship we knew, everyone we know, am I not allowed to wear white in the vicinity of any of those people within, like, a certain amount of time of their wedding? Like, and also, like, where is this girl drawing the line? Like, if it was three weeks before the wedding, if it was a month before the wedding, is she allowed to wear white if it was two months before is she allowed to wear white like what is this like weird rule that you're making in your head to get mad at your sister-in-law and it sounds even more weird because clearly they're not close enough that she's like in the bridal party if they don't know what she's wearing to the wedding yeah so it's not it's not like she's your bridesmaid wearing white out all around to all your wedding events she's just a guest at your wedding that you didn't even think about what she was wearing before because you don't care enough to have her in your wedding yeah and you're suddenly mad that she's wearing a dress that she thought was pretty on her birthday out with her friends and her family 
Hell this, no. This is feeling just like internalized resentment because the sister-in-law is saying, oh, you always wear clothing to grab attention and you're doing it with a white dress this time. It's like, okay, first of all, nobody's thinking about you. If we're out for OP's birthday, some people might mention to you, oh my God, I'm, I know your wedding's coming up. Congrats. This isn't about you. Yeah. When you get married, you have one day. Maybe you have three. Maybe you have your wedding your bridal shower, your bachelorette, and we'll throw in an extra, the engagement party. Okay, you get four. One main one. I feel like most people only get one. Yeah. The wedding day when you're getting married. That's what's about you, okay? Everyone else's life keeps going on. I feel like this is an important thing for everyone to remember. It's like when something is going on in our lives, it's like consuming our every single day. That's not the same for everybody else. So when your wedding is coming up, people think of your wedding as one day. If it's a destination wedding, it's one week. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about you in the weeks and months leading up to it. For you, it's an everyday thing. For everyone else, it's one day. So stop assuming that everyone else is thinking of you and picking a white dress in order to grab attention and take it away from you. And you know what? Even if she was wearing an outfit that she wanted to get attention in, go off. It's her birthday. I was just going to say, I'm like, let's be real. I pretty much always wear an outfit that's like attention seeking because you know what? I feel good in it. Yeah. So I mean, and to be fair, I feel good in sweatpants too. I wear sweatpants a fair amount or leggings. But like if I'm leaving the house, I probably want want to feel good and look good feel good I'm probably gonna wear something that's like fun and flashy and exciting because that's what all my friends are gonna wear and they all feel good and I want to look good and feel good with them and you're allowed to do that especially on your birthday in whatever color you want to wear yeah I think actually the only time you shouldn't do that is that a wedding going to someone else's wedding yeah yeah so she can do whatever she wants outside of your wedding day yeah Okay, so we can move on to the second part of the story. Is she an asshole for not showing the couple the dress that she's planning on wearing? That's hard because it's like they didn't care what you were going to wear before. Mm -hmm. You're not close enough to be in their wedding. Mm -hmm. You really don't owe them anything other than to show up and give a gift. And like this is me swallowing my pride because I wouldn't want to do it either. But like you could also just show them what you're wearing to shut them the hell up. You don't want to give in and be like, fine, you win. But at the same time, it gets them off your back and it gives you more peace in the end. And also, like, I get that she's offended. She's like, you're only asking me because you're accusing me like they are only asking her because they think that she's gonna make a bad choice so they're kind of like assuming that she's a bad person or that she's gonna make this like immature choice to wear something that's attention grabbing to their wedding so I get why she doesn't want to show them but at the same time the dress that she's wearing she included pictures it's just a sleek black strapless dress like it's very wedding appropriate so why wouldn't you just be like dude what are you even talking about I wore a sparkle dress to my own birthday party not even in the same weekend as your wedding with different with different with my friends yeah yeah and this is the dress I'm wearing to your wedding like who do you think I am I would almost present it to them and be like you really think I'm that bad of a person to wear a crazy dress to your wedding I'm literally wearing this black dress but if you really have a problem with it let me know yeah I would almost like throw it on them absolutely the way this bride is making it sound is if her maid of honor wore a white dress to her bridal shower like that's literally how this sounds and it's like girly take a step back yeah you need to calm down you're being too loud can you just not step on our gowns please (laughs) 
I also feel like this might just be like a whole different topic, but I also think that on a wedding day, like there is this like societal rule to not wear white to a wedding or not wear anything even remotely close to white to a wedding. Mm -hmm. And I will live by that rule. Hopefully I will stand by that any wedding I go to. But I'm a wedding photographer and I always see people at weddings that like other people point out to me and they're like, oh my God, is that girl wearing white? And then I'm like, what girl? Like, I don't even notice them. So I I get that it can... Oh, what were you going to say? I went to a wedding recently and we were sitting down for the ceremony and the group I was with was like, don't turn your heads now. And actually we all were like, where are we going? (laughs) And there was a woman in full white head to toe sitting across from us and we were like that is bold like it was like a white suit what relationship do you think she had to the bride i have no idea she wasn't involved in anything she was sitting in the same aisles as we were yeah and we everyone was like that is bold and i was like i personally believe that you can only do that if you were the mother of the bride yeah and she asked you to wear it and right exactly and we were all just like good for her like if she was confident and to be fair, the outfit was fire. We were all like, damn, that's an awesome outfit. I'd want to wear that too. <laughs> but maybe like not this event. I feel like it's not good for her. It's not like a good for you, girl, if you have the comp. It's almost yeah, like true. a. Okay. I mean, okay. good for you for like purchasing that outfit and wanting to look fire in it. Yeah. You really should have like yeah. stepped on your own toes there and been like, I'm not going to wear this to a wedding. Right. Yeah. The point I was going to get at is like all these dresses that are like crazy or looking too similar to white or whatever. Like people think, oh, it's going to take away from the bride. And it's like, it really doesn't take no, away from the bride. Doesn't. Like, I would say absolutely nothing takes away from the bride yeah, that's totally on the fair. wedding day. Like I don't even notice unless it's like a dress that I think is re- like I do notice people's dresses at weddings just because I like fashion and I'm like, oh, what is everyone wearing? And I'm like, oh, my God, I love her dress. Love that. Whatever. But I've never thought like, hmm, bold choice for a wedding about the color of a dress, I mm-hmm. guess. And I thought this was interesting. There was a really famous influencer slash celebrity at a wedding that I photographed recently and she wore an off-white like beige colored dress and I saw comments on her no it wasn't even off-white it was like a beige like champagne colored dress and there were comments that were like is this a little bit too close to white for a wedding and she commented back and was like no in person it's like not at all and I agree with her but I'm like I also kind of feel like people are so quick to like judge something and be like that's too close to white to wear like how dare you and it's like it's really not and sometimes you can't tell based off a picture like in real life it looked like a tan dress and Mm -hmm. nobody would ever think anything of it of course like there's pictures posted and then everyone loves drama so they're like oh my god too close to white but anyway (laughs) overall to bring this irrelevant tangent back to the story it's like even if this girl was attempting to wear an attention seeking outfit like the bride is just I feel like worrying too much about this like you can't control what everyone wears to your wedding unless you send out a detailed dress code dress code and kick people out or not let people in if they're not dressing to it yeah so like don't spend your time in the two weeks leading up to your wedding worrying about what your fiance's sister-in-law yeah your fiance's sister-in-law is gonna wear to her own birthday just well no to the wedding <laughs> well but yeah but just like because, because of her, of birthday. her birthday outfit yeah. yeah it's like what someone wears to their birthday has absolutely nothing to do with your wedding that's like the whole point 
I just like can't even fat like I'm trying to think about things that I've worn on my birthdays. I guess I can't really judge that because it's like my birthday outfits are like Vegas outfits. But like I'm trying to think of like things that I've worn out in the city of Philadelphia that anyone would even look at me and be like, that's going to change what she's going to wear to my wedding. (laughs) Yeah, it's just so irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so irrelevant. I can't I can't fathom it. I think the sister-in-law just doesn't like OP. Based Absolutely. on all the evidence and she's trying to create drama and trying to make her look bad and create drama around her. Yep. But I feel like OP is so in the right that she can shut it down so easily and make the sister-in-law look dumb mm-hmm. because anyone that brings it up, she can just be like, this is the dress I'm wearing. Like, what is she talking about? Or like, I don't know where she got this crazy idea that I'm going to wear something weird to her wedding. Like, I'm literally wearing a black dress. And then just shut it down there. Yeah. And the less you feed into it, the dumber she's going to look and the less drama in your family it's going to create. Yeah. It's definitely she's just being crazy. Don't feed into it. Shut it down. Give yourself your own peace of mind so that you can sleep well tonight knowing that she's crazy and you're not. I love a good wedding story. Another wedding that I went to recently, Kelly has worked with the photographers of this wedding and told them that I would be there. And later on in the cocktail hour, I chatted with the photographer because she came over took a group picture. I was like, oh my gosh, are you so-and-so? She said, yes, are you Kelly's sister? I was like, yes, I am. She said, as soon as you walked into the church, I was, I said to my second shooter, that has to be Kelly's sister. And the second photographer was like, I don't know. I I don't know if I see it. And I was like, it is so funny to me that people either 100% see it or 100% don't. Yeah. Everyone in the YouTube comments didn't Really? People don't see it? Well, in the beginning of the podcast, when we would like allude to being sisters or related or mention randomly like oh well we're sisters people would be like wait you're sisters mm-hmm. I didn't know or that's like how did more, I not realize that's even more weird too because you're you dyed your hair blonde back then too yeah so we looked even more alike yeah tell us in the comments do we look alike <laughs> Okay, this story reminded me of a story that we talked about in the past where you're in a really solid, like, healthy relationship, but then you find out something that your partner did either in the very, very beginning or before you started dating. And the question is, like, is this thing that happened or that they did severe enough to end this relationship and would you end this relationship over this thing that happened like way in the past I actually was thinking about this story recently too where the OP wrote that he pretended to be someone else and basically catfished his girlfriend and then was like oh it was me the whole time yeah this is what I was that was what I was referring to right I know and I'm thinking about how we reacted like oh that's so freaking weird like blah 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 and then all I can play in my head is Mastermind by Taylor Swift. And yeah. it's like, she did that. And none of us thought, and none of us, I mean, it was you and I recording that episode. <laughs> none of us. None of us thought to be like, Taylor can do it. So why can't this guy? I guess that episode did come out after Mastermind, right? Yeah. Yeah. We freaked up. But anyway. I think, though, that showing up to a party because you know that your crush is going to be there and going out of your way to introduce yourself to them is way different than catfishing catfishing someone. someone. Yeah. For sure. I met someone recently who they started dating their boyfriend when they were in high school. And they were like, I wanted to meet him. So I threw a party with my friends and we invited him because I had a crush on him. 
and then they're like, "Ooh, mastermind." It's like, nah. well, that's just like normal. You're just shooting your shot. Like yeah. that's just create. That's a creative way to meet someone. That's how you get to hang out with someone. Yeah. You invite them to a gathering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't find that weird at all. Yeah. So if people are setting up these like weird things in order to meet their crush, I'm like, that's not necessarily a weird thing. It's weird when you catfish them into and a then cafe. Set it, set it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. 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 So sure. this story doesn't have anything to do with the mastermind stuff but like i said it's like is this weird enough yeah is this weird enough to end a relationship i just found out that my wife female 25 sent invasive texts about me male 25 when we first started dating we have been married for about a year and dated for a little more than four years before that our relationship has been pretty great so far so they're five years in their relationship and they're married but then yesterday my wife asked for my help clearing some storage space from her phone and i found something that really shocked me i was deleting old group texts and stuff like that that she said she didn't need anymore and I came across a conversation with some of her college friends, three other girls from about five years ago, and I clicked on it to see if she'd still want it. After a couple scrolls up, which I admit was me being a bit nosy, I ran into conversations that were about me. In one of the first ones, I saw my wife said something like, he came dressed like an old man, but at least he's really cute, which I was like, oh, that's odd. She never mentioned that about my outfit, but at least not overly bad, but it got worse. The craziest one I saw was a photo of the top of my head while I was going down on her after our second date. My wife wrote along with the photo, he's a keeper, but something about it just felt so hurtful and invasive. You couldn't really see my face, but it was clearly me. It would have been one thing if she would have asked to take a photo, which I would have said no, but for her to do that and me find out five years later felt like I was learning something about the woman I thought I knew everything about and thought I loved everything about. Other messages that I saw also felt like a punch to the gut. My wife at least twice mocked my size saying at one point that I was the easiest BJ ever and to get yourself a small man to which her friends responded with several lines of laughter. Keep in mind that my wife has never once mentioned to me that she had an issue with my size and has even mentioned that I'm big. I also saw that she would send her friends screenshots of texts that I sent her essentially confessing my love for her which obviously I didn't know about or I would have told her not to. I brought it up to her and basically told her that it made me feel violated but she said that one I was being invasive myself by looking through the messages and two that it was so long ago and that we are both different and better people now than we were five years ago. She's not in entirely wrong about either of those but I just still feel hurt by what she did I could use some advice should I just move on is there some way to explain to her that this still hurts me so bad holy shit oh this is so sad this is really sad because like if she's gonna twist this around and be like this is invasive like okay sorry a picture of me doing sexual acts is not invasive I know. first of all that's illegal yeah isn't it probably <laughs> I think it would be illegal because of voyeurism yeah so it's illegal to take photos or recordings of people where there's a reasonable expectation of privacy and I think that a court would rule that in a bedroom where adult things are going on there would be a reasonable expectation of privacy lawyer friends please comment and let us know yeah I'm curious but 
yeah, that's invasive. Like, yeah. let's not let's not gaslight here and twist things around because of things that you said and did with your friends about me. I personally, people have heard me stand on my soapbox for a year now about how much I hate like cheaters. And like, I think that all circles back to loyalty. And if you can't trust someone, you can't spend forever with someone. And like, I know it's that's asking a lot. But in the same sense, like I fully trust the people that I keep in my life right now. Like I would trust my life with like my closest friends, my family. And I feel like I have to feel that about the person that I'm marrying, no matter how long I've been with them. And if I'm looking back at these things that happened when we first started dating and I literally can't trust this person, how am I supposed to spend the rest of my life, have a child, share my finances, like dedicate my entire being to someone who I literally couldn't have trusted from the beginning had I known what was going on? Yeah. And that's just, I hate to say like, oh, like some people never change or like once a cheater, always a cheater. But like, that's just like the stepping stone of you don't know what else has been said or shared about you. You don't know. I feel like it's hard because a lot of times in the beginning of relationships, especially if you don't expect a relationship to go anywhere, maybe you think this is only going to be a few dates or it's just going to be a casual hookup and it's not my forever person. People tend to divulge so many more details than they would about a committed long-term relationship. Yeah. And I feel like that's just, that's so common, especially in girls. Like I've had lots of girlfriends tell me details of more casual hookups or like first or second dates Mm -hmm. but how often are friends coming to you divulging that much personal information about their long-term relationships in the sense that they're like making fun of the guy you know so I feel like maybe this girl at first was like oh I like him I'm interested in him but it's not really gonna go anywhere yeah and that's maybe why she was sending all these things I'm almost positive that anyone who really wants to be in a relationship with someone that they, that they just met this guy that they just started going on dates with like who would be going and making fun of them to their friends yeah I feel like something that matters a lot to many people at least many people that I know is you really want your friends and your family to like your partner and to think highly of them and to have good perceptions of them almost to the point where if you get in a fight it's like there's that phrase that's like if you get in a fight with someone don't tell your parents and don't tell your best friend Mm -hmm. because they're going to be looking out for you and they're never going to forget it whereas if it's just this like lighthearted thing you could move on yeah and get past it with your partner So I feel like it's one of those things. Like, if she actually thought that she was going to wind up marrying this guy, I'm sure she wouldn't be making fun of him to her friends. Yeah. So while that's not okay, regardless, like, it's not okay to take pictures of someone or it's not kind to make fun of them and talk about them behind their back, I would bet that almost everyone has told their friends about an intimate experience they've had with a partner or a date. I guess maybe I'm the weird one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I tell (laughs) I'm an open book to most people in my life, but I never, I have literally never like made fun of or done something weird or said something so weird about someone I've gone on even just one or two dates with unless it's already ended and something so weird happened and I couldn't get over it and I needed to tell my friends. Like there are definitely some people that I've like dated here and there that I will currently make fun of because they did 
deserve it. If it was someone that like never did anything weird and was always good to me, even if like there's some weird detail that I want to share with my friends, I will share that with them. But I won't make it out to be like I'm like judging this person or making fun of this person or like undermining or demeaning this person. Like I very much have never done anything like that. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I've ever done that either. Like I don't think I've ever shared information with the purpose of making a joke out of somebody else's like life like experience. real life yeah yeah okay I I see that too I mean I yeah. have like <laughs> I have like definitely said things to my friends that are like I don't know like making fun of certain things about people but like I said like only if they deserve it like if they did something to me and I'm yeah. like to my friends I'm like yeah well you want to hear about whatever like of course I'm gonna do that like you cheated on me I'm gonna make fun yeah, that's, you deserve okay. it. But like, if you treated me well, you never did anything weird. We went on two dates, say, right. and like things were fine and all fine and dandy. I, trust me, I have nothing bad to say about you, and I'm not going to be weird to my friends about you. I'm just going to be like, eh, didn't work out. Yeah, but maybe that's a maturity thing. Like, do we know how old these people are? They're 25, and so, so five this happened years at ago, 20 years. Yeah, old. exactly. I, I don't know. I mean, when I was 20 years old. I really don't think I was like fully making fun of people. I I don't know. Maybe I was. I don't remember. But I can honestly say that at this point in my life, no one in my adult life that I've dated or gone just like even gone on dates with has anything like this ever crossed my mind to say to my friends. I think it hits harder for this OP because the messages were about him. So if he is wondering whether this thing that his wife did, which is make fun of him via text and Mm -hmm. share the details about their intimacy, like if he is wondering if this is who she is, is this her character? It's hitting deeper because the texts are about him. It would be the same whether it was about him or another guy or a third guy or whoever. So I feel like he should almost take himself out of it and be Mm -hmm. like, if I found these texts that my wife sent when she was 20 years old in college with her girlfriends about another random guy would I end my relationship over it because if you're thinking character it doesn't even matter who she's talking about it just matters that she did the thing to someone yeah obviously it hits harder because it's 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 you the one that she ended up with yeah but I think that people do grow and they are different than what than who they were five years ago and I don't remember everything I've ever done when I was 20 years old but I'm sure I said something or did something that if I remembered it or someone brought it up now I'd be like yeah I probably shouldn't have done that or there was a better way to talk to my friends about that or if I found something funny maybe I could talk to them in a way that isn't just making fun of someone or maybe I wouldn't have shared their name with I would just keep them anonymous when I'm telling the funny story or something we've all made mistakes and I don't know if this is who she is now because when she was a college girly hooking up with a guy that she just met and she's talking to her friends about it in text messages like I don't know if that's relationship ending for me so if it was my boyfriend or now husband five years ago was saying shitty things about me or sending way too much information about me I'd be pissed I'd be literally livid I think honestly the worst part of this is the photo because a photo lives forever like that would I would definitely go to therapy over that and I would If I had the resources, I would, like, literally hire a tech person to make sure that the photo is absolutely nowhere else on the internet. Yeah. But I feel like people say 
I, I don't know. I just feel like people make mistakes and I'm sure I've said something mean about somebody that I've dated at some point. Yeah. And it's like, are you going to are you going to end a relationship five years later? Because I made a joke about you in text yeah. message, text messages to my girlfriends. Like I would be so hurt. I'd be furious. I'd be livid. And it would probably take therapy and a lot of honest communication to get over. But I don't think I'd end my marriage on this. I think thinking about a big picture like what you just said, I probably agree to the extent of the ages that they were. Right. Like if it was a college girly doing this, fine. Because like, I mean, it happened when I was in college, not necessarily to me, but to friends, like a whole fraternities group text leaked at about all oh these God. girls at my college. And oh, I'll never forget some of the things that were said or shared like that. Like you said, like it's an immaturity thing. People grow. If at 28 years old, someone that I dated that's 28, 29, 30 to 36, 38 years old is saying these things about me, they're a whole adult. They know what they want. They know how they're behaving. Their frontal lobe is formed. And like that I couldn't live with because I I would truly think that that's how this adult person sees and feels about me. And they're not going to grow out of that. A 20 year old is going to grow out of it. I agree. And I feel like this. This idea that the growth that happens between 20 and 25 is tremendous. The Mm -hmm. growth that happens between 25 and 30 is tremendous. But as you get older, five years flies by so much faster. Your life typically between 20 and 25 changes so much more than it does between 32 and 37 for most people or between 40 and 45. Those five years when you're younger, like when you're 20 to 25, that's 20% of your life. So of course that 20% of your life is going to shape you so much more drastically. If you're 35, 20% of your life is more than five years if you're 40 it's even more if you're 50 it's even more so I do agree with that if they were 27 and I was 32 I would not be happy about it but I agree that she almost seems like a child like she's in school I also think going off of what you said about like the whole frat and the group text like I am so anti all that it pisses me off it makes me so mad and furious if I had friends or a, a brother or a son who was involved in that I would be so deeply disappointed Mm-hmm. in anyone that I loved if they were involved in that but also I think that good people can get caught up in bad things yeah. because their friends are doing it because they're involved in this brotherhood and everyone else is doing it I'm not saying it's right but I think it's easier for people to get caught up in things like that so who knows maybe this OP's wife maybe all her friends for six months before or for years before had been sharing updates on the guys they were dating on the hookup culture on every right. single experience they had and then it the was wife was like yeah oh well now I'm dating someone I can add to the story haha ha, yeah. like laugh with me it's right. my turn like, and I think that that all trickles down to age yeah like, I'm not doing that at 28 years old granted most of my friends are married um so everyone's not sharing their deepest darkest secrets and it's like me and Rebecca left but yeah but like for real like I guess it would just be so different if someone was saying those things about me when we were in our 20 like at 
20 years old in our college prime versus someone saying that about me now as like a full grown adult at 28 years old. And obviously I'm not saying I'm old, but I'm a whole adult with a career now. And pretty much we know what I'm going to look like when I grow up. And if someone was saying that about me now, I'd be like, okay, you you thought I was disgusting at 28 years old. What's going to make me want to have your kid at 30 or like, you know, continue my life with you. That's what would like get to me. Like, I don't think I could want to like spend my life with someone who thinks these horrible things about my body or like reproduce with someone who thinks I'm this like, yeah, not. I don't know. Like that is something that I couldn't get past at this age. I could get over if it happened to me right now at 28 years old that I saw from five years ago when I was 22, whatever, graduating college. I could see getting over that now. But if it happens to me right now and I find out that the person that I start seeing right now does this now, five years from now. I don't want to live with them. I don't want them yeah. to see me like naked every day when I get in the shower. I don't want to have a child with them. Like, yeah, that's horrendous. Yeah, I think I could cut somebody some slack if they were involved in it in college. Yeah. But when you're an adult, that would be where I draw the line. It is interesting to think, though, like, what if they were 25 and did it? What if they were 26 and did it? Like, where is the line? I guess, I guess it depends it, on the person. I think it depends on the person and where you are in life. Yeah. Like, when I was... 25 a lot of my friends were with the people that they are now married to and none of them would have done it yeah but when we were 20 they would have now at 28 to 30 like we're all adults here we're all seriously dating to find our person that we're going to spend the rest of our life with and if someone at this point in my life says horrible things about me I do not want to be with them no matter when I find out (laughs) yeah so I don't know yeah. But I'm also, like, that's to say that I'm not dating a 22-year-old. Like, I'm going to yeah. date someone my age bracket or older. I also think with the age thing, it also involves experience. Like, mm-hmm. when you're 20, you might think that those things are the most important. So right. those things that she was making fun of you for, I'm not saying that it was nice or okay. But she probably thought that those were, like, the most important things. And over five years and throughout your whole relationship, she's learned that there are so many more important things than those things that she was talking about and I'm sure she values your relationship for so many other reasons and she doesn't even think about those things anymore and that's why she doesn't say them to you Mm -hmm. so I feel like keep that in mind too like those things no longer matter to her because she's not 20 years old anymore right right. so I think that's in your favor as well I think that that also circles back to what I'm saying about like now where it's like if someone were to like hate on my looks or like how I do something now like that's probably not going to change a whole lot for the better between now and like 35 you know what I mean like I'm not going to get better looking as I age (laughs) you might but why is that relevant because I'm saying like she was talking about like all these physical things about him and it's like things can get better from when you're 20 to 25 but I don't know that like certain things are going to necessarily get better from like 30 to 35 yeah so it's like if if there's a chance that things are only going to get worse I really hope you're not saying it's bad now right like (laughs) if they were saying like oh he has a baby face and a squeaky voice at 20 it's like okay say that about me yeah I did right or like I was probably ugly at 20 or like inexperienced or like what like yeah whatever but if you feel that you are like better looking or have grown in those areas you're like okay fine it wouldn't hurt you as bad yeah yeah and it's like if I'm only gonna age and like I don't know get fatter and wrinklier and like yeah I see what you mean yeah like I'm yeah I'm gonna get lame at some point in my life so like if you think I'm lame now like 
Sorry. Don't date me. <laughs> yeah. So, based off of the information in the story, if you were 25, it happened when you were, it happened 20. when they were 20, would you I don't end think the relationship? I don't think it's marriage ending. I agree. At, if over something that happened at 20. I agree. And it's not like she did anything, like, it's not like you found out she murdered someone, cheated on you, chopped their head off, like, you yeah. found out she, like, talked about your sex life, like, let's... BFFR here. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, another dating story. My 27 male girlfriend, 22 female, of over a year posted us on an Are We Dating the Same Person Facebook page, and I don't know how to feel. My girlfriend and I have been together for about a year and four months now. It has been a rocky start to our relationship, but I finally thought we were at a point where we were past that stuff. So I got a DM from a random man on Facebook stating that my girlfriend had posted a picture of us to a group that apparently posts pictures of men whom the poster is dating, trying to see what info they can gather on the man. From what I can tell, it usually turns into bashing the man. The group has something like 20,000 members from my area and it is female only the post about me had a few people i know write things about me most was good but two posts were outright lies and were completely slanderous shit in my opinion the group is totally in the wrong and i don't think it is okay to be posting random men and slandering them without their knowledge i was not comfortable with the fact that my girlfriend posted our relationship like that and gave everyone and their mother a chance to tear me a new one I spoke with my girlfriend about it and she maintains that she sees no problem with it and will continue to be an active member of the group. Speaking of which, she is a top contributor of the group and comments a lot apparently. She told me she is sorry that my opinion on the matter differs from hers and that I should just stop bringing it up. My main thing is why does she need the opinion of 20,000 random people to know if she can trust me? Which by the way, I have given her absolutely no reason to believe she can't. Also, her reaction to me bringing it up is a concern. I'm a grown ass man. Man and I am too old to be pulled into this shit. What do I do? How do I go about trying to get her to understand where I'm coming from without being met with defensiveness, aggression, and gaslighting? Ooh. Um, how long did he say they were dating when she posted him? A year and four months. Ooh. Okay. She shouldn't be in this group. I, yeah. I I'm familiar with these are we dating the same person groups. In my understanding, they are fully meant to be if I start dating someone, I'm going to post, just make sure they're not dating another girly in the same city as me. Let's just all get on the same page. If you dated him 2 months ago and he did something horrendous to you, like let me know so that we're all it's more like women looking out for women. And I just really feel and I could be looking at this in correctly but I just really feel that if you've been in a relationship for a year and a half you don't really need to be in this group anymore worrying about what who everyone else is dating and what everyone is saying about other people yeah but I feel like it could be like what if you were on the dating apps for a few years when you were single and you went on like 50 different dates and interacted with 50 different guys even though you're in a relationship now you still had past experiences with them or what if you saw your best friend's boyfriend being posted so I don't think it's a bad thing that she's in it let me rephrase yeah she should not have posted her boyfriend a year and a half in yeah that shows insecurity yeah I think after a year and a half you really can start to get a pretty good feel about who somebody is and I think that after a year and a half you should probably be able to trust them and if you can't trust them maybe you just shouldn't be in a relationship yeah I definitely don't think that you should be a year and a half in thinking you should post in one of these groups that's like 
women looking out for each other because if you've been with someone for a year and a half and now you have to worry about someone else looking out for you like you're in the wrong relationship yeah I don't and like maybe what he's saying is true that like these lies were said about him but I have to say for the most part I think what people say in these groups is more so meant to be fact because they're trying to protect each other no one's saying these things just to like shit on people for no reason like these things are and like maybe one or two people have like negative intentions here and there but for the most part it's like pretty stable people looking out for each other in the dating world and like okay maybe not stable maybe not everyone's stable but like normal people doing normal dating life and we're just looking out for each other like if something crazy happened on your date with brad last night and I have a date with Brad tonight, I I would love for you to warn me about that. I think that's yeah. very important. I think these groups are very important. But I don't think that, like, after dating someone for a year and a half officially, I'm going to post this person that I'm dating and being like, all right, spill the tea, and all these girls are going to come out of the woodwork and be like, he's trash. I, d- I, I don't know. I just don't think well, that you need to be posting him at this point. I think that what you're saying, that's the intention of the group. Girls started these groups because they wanted to look out for each other but I do think that it also does provide a place where people can just bash other people true and I've seen so many like random you know how there's reddit threads with facebook posts and they'll like screenshot a whole one and put it in I've seen posts where people are literally just like making fun of guys in these groups so I I think that you're right about the intention but in certain cases, it can turn negative. Okay. So who knows if what these girls were saying were true. But I also think something to keep in mind, and this is a positive and a negative about a group like this. Let's say he went on a date with a girl and they just really didn't vibe. Maybe they had different senses of humor. Maybe either one of them made some like off-brand joke or like said something that they thought the other person would take lightly, but then they took offense to it. Like, And then one of them leaves the date and is like, oh my God, that guy was so rude or that girl was so mean and blah, blah, blah. And it's like based off like one hour with a complete stranger And a lot of times on first dates, people are nervous. People are, like, putting their foot in their mouth, saying the wrong thing. I don't necessarily think that every time you go on a first date with someone, you get an accurate representation of who they are. So I think in that sense, these groups could be negative. Overall, I think it's a good idea, I guess, because so many girls can avoid going on dates with bad people. But I can see how it would get negative. I guess the whole... To get back to the story, I think her situation has to be very negative. If she is a top contributor to this group, meaning she's commenting on majority of these posts, has something to say about majority of what's posted. Have you dated every man in this group or do you just have something to say about everything that's posted here? And now suddenly a year and a half into your relationship, you're like, all right, let's get some tea on my man. Like you are in a negative situation that I personally couldn't ban. Yeah. I personally couldn't do it. The point that I'm getting at with like where these groups can be negative is she's looking for validation and people in this group have posted negative experiences about her current boyfriend from 
likely years ago because they've been dating for a year and a half. So if one person or if two people, because he said there was two, two people had a negative experience in their perception of what a negative experience Mm. is on a first date with this guy two years ago. And now she is basing her her current perception of her current boyfriend based off of two girls' experiences with him two years ago. I feel like that's another layer of the story. So right, I feel well, like, but I'm saying that's even more contributing to this negative situation she's in. Yeah. And, like, couldn't be me. And there's someone else that we have to throw shade at in this story, and it's whoever leaked that he was posted in this group. Yeah. Because these are supposed to be confidential. People not sharing what's said about people outside of this group so that we can protect the privacy and protect people sharing their private stories and experiences. And someone leaked that this man was posted and this man shared it back to this man. So I don't know whose story this is, but girls, you got to remember... Girls support girls. You should not be leaking what's said in these groups. I don't care if it's to your husband who knows this man. Don't do it. You yeah. gotta protect each other. Sorry, I'll get off my my soapbox now. But like, don't leak these things unless it's like a whole bunch of slander is being said. Like, I mean, maybe they felt like it was with two comments. I wonder if if you were in a Facebook group that was like, oh, don't share what's posted, and then your friend's boyfriend, or maybe you had a guy friend. And they started dating this girl and the their relationship was tumultuous and you had so much loyalty to your guy friend and you knew that they finally were like hopefully getting past the hump and they had trust issues in the past of their year and a half long relationship, whatever. And you saw the girl posting this. Would you really be that loyal to a girl you didn't even like? I think it's it's different because it's like is so you're saying that my guy friend posted you're saying is dating a girl i'm just gonna use names of people that i know i'm gonna use co-host names so you're telling me that my friend is jimmy yeah and he just started dating this new girl rebecca a year and a half ago and rebecca has now posted in this group asking about jimmy yeah and maybe you don't like rebecca maybe you barely know her maybe because of all the tumultuous things that jimmy tells you about her you're on the rock she's on the rocks for you you're like i don't know if we can trust her just yet and now a year in a year and a half someone posted in this group Rebecca posted in this group and was like, what do we know about Jimmy? Yeah, trying to find dirt on him. And it's not necessarily trying to find dirt, though. You keep going back to that. And I don't know that I think that that's it. This is people posting to, like, know if they're being safe. If I posted someone in one of these groups, it's to know that this person's not, like, a crazy person. They're not going to stalk me. They're not going to go rogue. It's to, like, protect myself and the girls around me. I'm not posting anyone to get dirt on anyone. I just feel like after a year and a half of dating someone, like what else maybe are you Maybe she posting? doesn't know. Maybe he's maybe she thinks he's cheating on her and she wants to know if he's out on the dating and apps. And you would think that trying to find out and if someone's cheating on you and on dating That's, apps isn't dirt. It's not dirt. <laughs> it's like protecting your own relationship. It's not just like, all right, girls, let's talk shit on my mans. What do you know about him? It's, is my man on these dating apps? I need to know because I've been with him for a year and a half. That's I like, think any, I think like, it's more more innocent and like then yeah. you're making it sound but I also think that me just saying oh she's looking for dirt on him like it's not that deep like she's looking for any negative things about him okay but you're making it sound like it's like horrible the way you're saying it anyway okay if if Rebecca posted about my friend Jimmy in one of these dating apps and there was some comments and everyone was like oh great guy like whatever and there was two comments saying negative things I personally don't think I would leak it because 
unless it's literally someone saying like I heard this Jimmy is an escaped convict and he murdered someone like okay maybe I'm gonna step in a little bit but like if they're just like oh went on a date with him two years ago it was horrendous date like I'm probably not gonna I'm not gonna go to him and be like oh my god two girls that you dated two years ago commented these horrible things like okay I, I maybe I you wouldn't know. maybe you wouldn't go and say what his like exes said about him because that's kind of irrelevant I think that most people would tell their guy friend if their current relationship didn't trust them enough to just be like date them and was looking for information about them on the internet for I strangers. think I think it would depend on what all the comments were if what if because what if there were comments on there like yeah I've seen him out recently or, like, I just I think see him being flirty then like then she had the right to post and ask okay question then okay so let's say there was a guys group okay so my I'm sure there is my boyfriend of a year and a half will use literally our relationship my boyfriend of a year and a half posts in a group and says hey any information on Kelly like anybody have experience on, on her her, like have you seen her on dating apps I would bet that every person that's a loyal friend to me would be like this guy doesn't trust you he's going and try- he's snooping he's asking strangers opinions he's trying to find out any information he can about you he definitely doesn't trust you you really think people wouldn't say that I think I would wait and see what the comments said because if people were like yeah she's on dating apps then I'm not gonna come running to you and be and like try to get you to be able to lie and protect your back like just because yeah. you're friends with someone doesn't make them the right in their relationship I just think that the fact that she's asking strangers their opinions or trying to figure out if he's on dating apps it shows that she does not trust him and I feel like most well, people so- would be loyal to their friend regardless of the rules of some random face Facebook group they're in and be like dude your girlfriend clearly doesn't trust you she's literally asking strangers about their experiences with you I think two things one that circles back to what I said at the beginning this whole situation is just negative the fact that she even thinks she should be posting like obviously I agree that this whole thing from the get-go is a problem I agree that I have never been in a relationship where at a year and a half I thought I should post trying to find out if my boyfriend's cheating on me because if I didn't trust them I wouldn't be with them I agree that this whole situation is sketch. However, I think that it's all situational. I think that if someone posted about my boyfriend or my friend, their boyfriend of a year and a half, I would have to read the comments because if girls are commenting like, yes, I see him on dating apps or yes, he's tried to hook up with me in the last year and a half. I'm not going to go scurrying to him and be like, oh, my God, girls are calling you out in this group like he's wrong. He's cheating on her. The truth needs to come out. Okay, I see. I agree with you. I see what you're saying. It's all situational. Okay, I I agree with you. If people are currently like, oh, yeah, he's on Hinge, I do agree with you. I would be like, okay, well, yeah, he's my friend, but he's doing something fucked up. up. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. But what if all the comments were people from years ago that went on one date with him that he's claiming they're not true? I don't know if they are or not, but let's just say it was girls from years ago being like, oh, he did X, Y, and Z to me. And you're like, that doesn't sound like my friend. And I don't really like how these girls are talking about him. Or maybe you know the girls. You're like, oh, I remember when my friend dated him. I agree that if people were saying actively he's a shitty person, he's doing this today. Yes. But all of these things were from his past. I guess. But at the same time, like just because you heard his side of the story, there's three sides to every story. Like yeah. his side, her side and the truth. And just because these girls are saying these things, just because he's your friend, you don't know how he acts in the dating world. So yeah. just because 
because he's saying these things aren't true or you don't think that that sounds like your friend doesn't mean that they're not true. Does that mean you should automatically leak the information to protect someone that you don't know the truth about? But that's why I feel like I'm I wouldn't go to my friend and be like, oh, these bitches from your past. And here's their name. And here's their literal full name. And here's what they're saying about you. I think that a lot of people might be like, just so you know, your girlfriend doesn't trust you. And here's one piece of here's one piece of evidence that shows that she doesn't trust you. I think that's fair. But I think it's different to be like leaking all this shit and like sending screenshots to like a random person and being like, oh, my God, like this guy's in the script and all these people are commenting these things. It's like, I don't know how that person acted in the past. Like you don't really know somebody. And like, I don't know, I feel like it comes down to like ethics versus morals. Like they're not the same thing. Like you might feel like this moral obligation to protect your friend, but like ethically you need to protect the society like you need to protect all the people that your friend has dated just because they're your friend doesn't mean that they're like out there treating women right yeah so like I think it's very situational and you're right I think that if anything were to be leaked it should just be hey your girly doesn't trust you she put she did post you in this group and and I just think you need to address it with her versus screenshots of what everyone's saying about him and like leaking it because it's like he's gonna defend himself no matter what whether those right. things are true or not. So let's not like stir up the pot here. Let's just say like what matters is that your girlfriend doesn't trust you and you need to address it with her. You yeah. don't need to be bringing up what girls said from two years ago, whether it's true or not, because you're going to protect yourself, whether it's true or not. Those girls are going to protect themselves, whether it's true or not. And we're never going to get the truth out of the story. So let's not like go like dipping our fingers into pots where they don't belong. Let's just like stick with facts and yeah. and like not go spill and see that is hours. Yeah, I agree that it wasn't right that random people are screenshotting like all the girls' names that posted about him and like their experiences because they're allowed to share whatever they want about mm-hmm. whoever they want. But I just also think that so many people would tell their friend if they saw their girlfriend posting about it. So whether yeah. most people and I'm just assuming here, this is just my guess. I could be completely wrong. I'm guessing that most people would tell their friend if their partner posted to them in a group. Yeah. Whether people would give them every piece of information in the comments, like I think that might be 50-50. It might be 60-40. Like yeah. who knows? I don't have a guess for that. But I do think that a lot of people would tell their friend if their partner posted about them. And I guess it would really be situational if like I would tell my friend but I think that if let's say it was you if I was in a Facebook group and your boyfriend after a year and a half was posting and saying hey any tea on Aaron any information on Aaron I'm not gonna lie I'd be screenshotting and sending it right to you I, I would have zero loyalty to a Facebook group to a random man all of my loyalty would be to my friend or my sister and I wouldn't care. If I'm going to get kicked out of the group, I wouldn't care. I guess. I just think that, like, you have to let it be situational. Yeah. In the sense that, like, you can trust someone so... We had a story about this on the podcast before where, like, it turned out that the sibling was, like, crazy obsessed with the sibling's girlfriend. And we were like, how do we approach this? Like, you might think you know someone. Like, you might think you know your close guy friend. But you don't know how they treat women. Yeah. Like, I can think of multiple people in my head that are in our lives that we thought we could trust in the past yeah and they were horrible shitty people to women and we did not see that we did not know that we had no idea so I think that you have to almost like let these comments play out and see what people are saying before you shut it down yeah like I think that it's one thing to come to me your sister 
It's another thing to like your sister. It's another thing to like immediately go to a guy that you've known for a few years and yeah, you might think they're your close friend, but you don't know how they treat women in the dating world. I guess what I'm saying is though like maybe this was his brother. Maybe it was his maybe. best friend. Like there is someone that feels that they know him that has the most loyalty to him in his life that is No, you don't know him. that though. You could also it could just be someone who loves tea and is like, "Oh yeah. shit, you just got posted. This is crazy." Yeah. It doesn't doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that it's someone who is so loyal to them. I guess. I because just think I've that like I had people send me screenshots of these 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 chats about people that are like someone who I'm not that close with has sent me screenshots about someone else that I know yeah. being posted and it's like you don't feel a diehard loyalty to me or them. You're just excited that you know people being posted in this group. And that could very well be what's going on. Yeah. And I know that I feel like I'm like like coming off as like I will ride or die for these groups. I'm not. I just think that like people get way too crazy and like think that like we have to be loyal to everyone. It's like hold your horses. Like you should be loyal to the people you love, but that doesn't mean that they're you know, like every murderer has a mom that yeah. loves them. Like, let's be real here for a second. <laughs> I feel like we, you and I right now are making different points because everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, I agree with that, too. But like at the same time, I think anyone who's posting something on the Internet, like you need to be for real. Like, yeah, there's a chance that somebody's going to tell them. And it doesn't mean that they're a shitty person for telling them. It doesn't mean that they're like betraying the female population because no. this got back to him. Like, like I said, if I saw my my sister's boyfriend posting in the group, I can't lie. I would be sharing it. So I'm not betraying the male population no, by telling her. You so are. I, yeah, but I'm saying we're making different points. Like, I agree with everything you're saying, but I think this girl, like, he also, like, it got back to him and the person that shared it with him isn't necessarily a shitty person. Maybe they're they just trying. They could be, sure, but they also could just be trying to look out for him. We don't know that, but I guess that, like, all of that's, like, I feel like we made very good points and, like, it's a really interesting conversation and, like, debate, but at the same time, like, the question that he's asked asking is like is it okay that she posted in this group and like what would we do next because i guess okay so let's get back to the story is it okay that she posted in this group no it's fucking weird but did you give her a reason to not trust you like have you acted weird have you hot hidden your phone like have you doing have you been doing weird things do you have like a weird like change your password on your phone so she can't see your apps like i'm sorry but if i was dating someone and they started acting really weird i might want to know i might want to know yeah but you have to think situ i mean it's so hard you really have to think situationally if it was me in this situation and my significant other of a year and a half posted me and they were like all right what's the tea like is this person out there dating and i knew in like this because the op that posted this it's his girlfriend that posted about him right Mm -hmm. i know in my heart that i'm completely innocent and this person just genuinely decided that they don't trust me then i'm not going to keep dating them because i've done nothing to break your trust like i would never treat someone like that like whatever but If I maybe gave them an inkling as to why they should think they should question something about me, I need to reevaluate how I've been treating this person. Right. And that's what that sorry that for you want my opinion that's what OP needs to hear you need to look at yourself and think what could have triggered this post if you know because the only person that knows your truth is you mm-hmm. if you know that you've done nothing to make her feel this way and she just decided she doesn't trust you you have to walk away from someone like that because they're probably not ever going to fully trust you or be crazy or whatever they're whatever they have going on but if you can really look back and think oh maybe I have been weird or distant or you know what's going on in your relationship we don't think Mm -hmm. about what's going on and you have to decide how to proceed based on that yeah I agree with that 
I agree with everything you just said. In the comments, there's not a lot of other information. Read the top comment. It was deleted. Frick. But the reply to the top comment is according to OP, she was cheating on him for eight months. Okay, so let's just walk away from this one. Yeah. We'll call that one quits. Next. I think, like, overall, it's weird. I wouldn't be happy. It's weird, but there's a reason it was posted. She's either crazy or you give her a reason to post it. Yeah. And it's all bad. Am I the asshole for saying no to being a bridesmaid to my childhood best friend for being engaged to my ex? Oh, shit. (laughs) So Jane, 29 female, and I, 29 female, have known each other since we were in middle and high school together. She went to college in California. I went to college in Georgia. During college, Jane and I visited each other. She's younger than me, so I flew to L.A. for her 21st birthday, and we always met up when we were home, etc. My junior year, I met Kyle, a senior at the time. After he graduated, he moved to New York for a job. While I was not intending on staying on the East Coast, I ended up also moving to New York, partially to be with him. Kyle decided he wants a change of pace and wants to move to L.A. We talked a lot about it, and I said if we could wait six months and move together since I just got promoted. He found a job, and he moved to L.A. in May of that year instead of waiting it's worth noting that jane had moved to la in january of that year may january okay i'm not sure at what point jane and kyle got together they were already familiar with each other because of all the times jane had visited and the times when i brought kyle home kyle and i started fighting a lot more i was stressed and frustrated that august we broke up Kyle and I kept talking and he decided he didn't like LA and was going to move back to New York. Then COVID hits. I find out that they may be together through friends. I asked Jane about it and she said they were just hanging out a lot because he was still new and didn't have a lot of friends. Jane was constantly posting stories on Instagram and they looked too close to just be friends and I didn't believe her. She kept saying they're just friends and I unfollowed both of them on Instagram and neither of them said anything. Jane and I haven't really talked since everything happened. And now they're engaged. Jane asked me to be a bridesmaid, and I said no. I felt it would be a little uncomfortable for me. I felt Kyle had been stringing me along while he was in L.A., and I feel awkward that they weren't honest about it from the beginning. But Jane is saying I can bring my current boyfriend as my plus one, and Kyle agreed with her, and she... How kind of them. I know. (laughs) She and my sister both think I'm overreacting and should just say yes. So am I the asshole for saying no? Even your sister sister is on their side yo your sister is not loyal uh-uh i'm Speaking sorry of loyalty i'm sorry but if my sister's best friend started dating her ex i have no loyalty to you that's for damn sure like your sister I can't, I can't. I mean, whatever. Sisters have different relationships than we do. But, like, <laughs> she's marrying your ex and, like, they weren't straightforward with you about it. That's so weird. Like, I won't, no, I don't care unless you literally came to me before you started dating and you were like, I think I might have feelings for your ex. And I was on the best terms with my ex and we had no hard feelings for each other we weren't like distant or stringing each other along we just decided we didn't work out you came to me months later and you were like hey we live in the same city could we try it and I was like you know what I'm on good terms with him I'm happy in my relationship sure why not 
unless that was mm. the case, I'm not coming to your wedding. Sorry. And I'm certainly not supporting your marriage. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to date your friend's ex, you have to realize that they likely, I would think that most people, another guess of mine, but I'm going to guess that most people would not want their best friend to date their most influential ex. So if you're going to date your friend's ex, you need to mentally be prepared to choose between the two. So in, I'm sure, rare occasions, it has worked where you didn't need to choose between Mm -hmm. the two. But I would think in most situations, people are not going to be okay with this. I actually know multiple. I have multiple friends that have dated their friend's ex or their their ex has dated their friend. Like Mm -hmm. both situations actually know multiple people in my life, which is weird because I feel like this is not a common thing. But I do know multiple couples who have done this. And I've very much seen both of those things happen where like it is okay and they do stay in each other's lives or it's totally not okay and they have to absolutely cut each other off. And I think it all trickles down to how serious you and that ex were. Mm -hmm how close you and that best friend were and how honest and open you were with each other about the whole thing. I agree with that too because like part of me is like if my best friend was like, oh, I want to date your ex, that would be so emotionally tumultuous for me. And I'd be like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like you're crazy to think this is okay. Like I can barely think about that guy. Like how are you now going to date him? Like whatever. If they just were like messing around and they were like fucking around and found out that they weren't meant to be, it was a dumb hookup. I'd be so pissed at my friend. I'd be like, well, I hate saying I told you so, but I would literally have to say I told you so. Like, was that actually worth it? I'd be furious. See, I have a friend that that happened to too. I would just be so upset, but I feel like if my best friend, who I love so much, then married the guy, like they were engaged and they were getting married, I might have to take a step back and realistically be like, I mean, clearly they're meant to be. Right. Like the universe doesn't like bring you, she's meant to go through this, you know? And if they last forever, the longer that marriage lasts, the less mad I can be. I agree. Because I'm like, yeah, it's just shitty that we dated beforehand, like before you guys did. So I I can see both sides of it. I know so, the more you're speaking, the more I'm thinking about people that I know that this is happening happened to and it's so crazy to me because it's like I can't fathom it happening to me I seriously can't fathom it and I really can't fathom some one of my loved ones in my life hook, just hooking up with my ex but like I have friends that this has happened to and like I've watched all the different scenarios of how this can play out I've seen it all and I'm like more power to you for being able to support this marriage more power to you for being able to cut off your best friend who slept with your ex and more power to you for accepting that like you know the person you're gonna marry is like worth cutting off someone else like I have seen these all play out and I am like holy shit how did all these people make these decisions I know. because I don't know what I would it's do it's so crazy <laughs> I I really do feel like though if you were genuinely happy in your relationship in your current relationship and your friend is dating your ex I feel like the more secure and happy you are in your own life Mm -hmm. the more easily you're going to accept this other situation and the more like life experience the more relationship experience because I feel like as I get older I just see like relationships are formed and people meet in so many ways very very rarely are they like a meet cute where you have this like cute do you not know what that is no oh my gosh (laughs) you're kidding a A what meet cute 
Aaron. What the hell is a meet cute? A meet cute is when someone meets like in like if you bump into each other in the coffee shop and you're like, ooh, like is let this me- like a Gen Z term? No, this is like a very well known term like every rom-com is about a meet cute a meet cute that's literally what it's called. where have you where did you hear this term everywhere people it's, just say this it's in an extremely life. common term i promise snl has skits about meet cutes with kirsten stewart starring in it it's literally it's it's such a huge a term cute. in pop culture yes mm-hmm. so if you meet someone because you're on the same like intramural basketball team like that's a meet cute you meet in the wild if you like bump into each other at the bar it's a meet cute if your friend introduces you to their mutual friend and they're like "Ooh, i think you guys would get along you're just like introduced through friends i wouldn't that's consider that i wouldn't consider it a meet cute when people meet on dating apps i wouldn't consider it a meet cute i guess i'll put it like this have you ever met someone and they seem almost like embarrassed or like shy to tell you how they met yeah that was probably not a meet cute because it's okay. typically if it's a meet cute people are like so excited and people really really get attached to the story so okay. think about the people that you know that are dating someone and they're really really attached to the story about how they met okay that would probably be a meet cute a meet cute yeah i hate this term i feel like it's just the best term to describe meet cute me why people are emotionally attached to certain relationships it sounds like a pokemon it does it does yes it actually sounds kind of cute no pun intended it sounds like a little cute animal a meet cute like i'm gonna name my puppy that meet cute meet cute come here sit meet cute that would actually be a cute name my meet cute yeah if i never get my own meet cute (laughs) i'll have to go out and buy a meet cute so what story were we talking about oh yeah dating the ex so i would think that most people would agree that dating your friend's ex is not a meet cute dating online dating like i have i don't know why but i feel like a lot of people are like embarrassed to tell me that oh we met on tinder or we met on hinge it's like yeah i would think like 95 percent of people met their significant other if you started dating in the past like year or two you probably met on an app so like Mm -hmm. people should especially during covid exactly i feel like you're like people tend to be more embarrassed about that kind of thing than if they just like met in the wild and i feel like meet cute yeah everyone and i've done it too you get like emotionally attached to this story of how you met someone Mm -hmm. and it like keeps you like hanging on to the relationship like a little bit too long whereas if it was like oh we just met on a dating app like i can get over it it's just a guy from a dating app but then if you met in the wild you'd be like oh well we met at a bar and like blah 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 and it was cute we spent the whole night together it's like well all of that really means nothing being realistic like it's just to meet it, you. it just you just met someone yeah. meeting someone in a cute way or meeting someone on a dating app in my opinion you have an equal chance of that relationship working out or not yeah but i think everyone would love to just like meet someone at a bar meet someone in the wild have everyone you have you heard the term meet cute have you heard the term meeting someone in the wild i mean vaguely like i feel like people just like jokingly say that like oh okay. did you meet on an app like no it was out in the wild okay i think the reason that you probably haven't heard that term as much is because they're rare Me like cutes. how often are people meeting in a cute way and then they end up I together. think that I've just literally never heard anyone call it that like oh we met at a bar like like my friends met at this bar in Philly and it's like yeah they're gonna just tell me what bar they met at they're not gonna say we have a meet cute I think some people might if they were emotionally tied to the story but I also wouldn't think that just meeting someone at a bar is enough to call it a meet cute like typically something interesting or like out of the norm has to happen for people to call it this I 
just think that my friends are just like not cutesy. Like, but I didn't hear it from my friends. Like my friends aren't like we had a me cute. It's like I hear it in SNL and like on podcasts and in rom coms and movies. So and I'm just uncultured. Yeah, probably. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So I have no clue what I was talking about and why I brought up meat cutes. You guys, I'm I'm at a loss. I have to refresh my mind about what this story was about. Oh, yeah, she's being a bridesmaid in a wedding. Oh, oh, I think this is what I was getting at. As you have, like, more experience in relationships and you hear about more people's relationships, you start to realize that the world brings people together in so many different ways. Like a meet-cute. Well, I was going to say, okay. most of them are not meet-cutes. Mm-hmm. Most people don't meet their boyfriend or their future husband or their girlfriend, whatever, in a cute way. Most people meet through friends of friends, through mutual friends. People meet in crazy ways. And the way that your life plays out, it's one of those things where it's like you can't connect the dots looking forward, but you can connect the dots looking backward. And you're like, why did this happen to me? Like, what was the reason that this person was brought onto my path for this and that and whatever? And we both ended up here and here. And I think that if you were insecure and you were deeply unhappy, it would be way easier to be like, cool, my best friend's dating my ex. Like, so nice of her so considerate of her and now I'm alone and I just have this new boyfriend that I barely like and she's inviting me to her wedding like so nice of you if you were genuinely so secure and you're like I found my person and a meet cute it doesn't matter how you met them you're like this is my person and looking back on my life I was never meant to be with that guy. Yeah, we played a short role, but Kyle was never my person. Yeah. But now that I see my best friend and Kyle dating, it's crazy. It annoyed me at times. It made me upset at times. But overall, I can admit that they're meant to be together. Look how happy they are together. Mm -hmm. And I'm meant to be in this place in my life that I'm secure in. And I also think that getting to that place takes time. Like, you can be really, really happy in your life, but this jarring piece of information, which is my best friend is dating my ex and now they're getting Mm -hmm. married, that might take anyone some time to, like, come to terms with, even if they are happy and secure in their life. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll just take time. But I hope that this OP, if her best friend and her ex are truly meant to be and they're happy in their marriage and it lasts forever, I think that over time, OP will be able to take a step back and be like, It's crazy that that happened. It's crazy that I knew him first, and it's crazy that that's how they met. But at the same time, she is not an asshole, and they cannot fault her for where she stands and how she feels right now. Oh, of course. So is she an asshole for not being a bridesmaid in the wedding? Absolutely not. Yeah. And they cannot fault you, and they cannot make you feel guilty about not wanting to love every second of this relationship. Yeah, I totally agree. You don't owe them anything. I agree. I think the best thing OP could say to her is I'm so happy that you're happy if you feel that you found your person that's amazing for you. This information is hard for me to accept right now. I love you. I used to date him. I'm sure you can see where I'm coming from as a friend. If you could put yourself in my shoes for a second here, see how I'm seeing it. It's very difficult for me. I cannot be a bridesmaid at this time. I would love to go through life and I hope that I can accept your relationship and support you as time goes on. But right now, this information is so jarring and upsetting for me. I won't be able to be a good bridesmaid to you and therefore I cannot be in your wedding. You got to be honest. Honesty is the best policy. Open and honest communication. We had to round out our yearly 
bonus with the open and honest communication. <laughs> Any yeah. final thoughts on no, the bridesmaid? You have to be honest, but do not let them make you feel bad about it. Yeah. Don't let them. You don't owe them anything. They're hurting you, and that's okay. Your feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. Valid. I cannot wait to eat one of these cupcakes. I'm going to eat one, too. <gasps> Should we take them out and cheers them for the thumbnail? I want vanilla. I want chocolate. Yin and yang, yin and yang. It's because I'm blonde and Kelly's... <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, awesome. Awesome. For those of you not watching the video, I just picked up a cupcake and the icing fell off onto the couch. And then when I tried to pick it up, the icing fell off again and got more on the couch. So now I'm covered in icing and the couch is covered in icing. Now I get to do laundry. <laughs> Yay. Happy one year. Happy one year. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stop the Internet. Happy birthday. (laughs) Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you for if you were here from the beginning. I love you even more. Please, like, (laughs) if you are, like, I, I know who you are, you avid loyal commenters on Spotify and YouTube. I see your profile every week. Like, we appreciate you guys so much, and I'm, I'm being very serious when I say this. Send us your address on, like, DM us on Instagram. Send us your social security number. Because I want to send you a thank you gift, and, like... I am so appreciative of you guys and I'm I have a shopping problem I'm the merch queen of this team because I have a shopping problem I want to send you a gift so please either DM stop the internet podcast on Instagram or me at e-r-i-n-b-o-v-e and I want to send you a thank you gift trust me I know who you are thank you you have to give us a compliment in the DM though. Or send me a video of a dog. Or either one. You have to you have to reference one of our other podcasts. Cause if this is your first time, you can't be sending you know what? F it. If it is your first time, who cares? As long as you promise to subscribe and come back. Yeah. We'll send you a gift. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> we appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.